Paso, paso. Paso, paso. Podcast. Hello, good morning, and welcome to another episode of the Paso, Paso Podcast. This is Miles Bonnie. Happy to be here with you as always. As we examine the world of early childhood in Taos, New Mexico, and throughout the state. Uh, for our episode today, we have a wonderful guest who is very well versed in the Paso Paso Network, and uh, we are here to shed some light on an opportunity that we look forward to sharing with you today. Um, thanks so much for being with us. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Pam Remstein, and I am. UNM faculty in Taos in early childhood and oversee all the early childhood programs at UNM for teaching. Um, I'm also a longtime member of the Paso Paso Network, um, sat at the table as it was, um, as some of it was beginning to emerge into existence, I think about 20 years ago. It's amazing that it's still in existence. We have worked really hard. It has ebbed and flowed, but it is really a strength-based um, network that builds systems um, throughout Taos County and Colfax County in order to um, really strengthen and, and provide um, the best care possible for um, our families and children, um, our youngest ones up to age eight. Wonderful. Thank you so much um, for speaking with us today on short notice. Um, the, the activity that um, we will address and share with the community today is an exciting one, um, although it can be daunting. Um, and that is that the Paso Paso Network, uh, the long-standing collection of uh, collaborative individuals in the Taos region who support early childhood and families um, are, I don't know, is this the first time that they may be hiring officially for a, um, let's see, what's the title? Of, what's the title of position they're hiring for? A facilitator or? It's called a coordinator of the Paso Paso Network Early Childhood Systems Building Grant um, with um, the Early Childhood Department in New Mexico. Um, it is um, a multifaceted position and, and while um, the Paso Paso Network has held grants, they have never held a grant that will support a coordinator to really um, support our early childhood system building here. A lot of Paso Paso works as a, a network that has several um, uh, committees that work to um, uh, address certain um, important issues that are needed in our community, um, such as the Taos Early Childhood um, Alliance, as well as a policy and communications, professional development, um, transitioning committee that supports children moving from early learning environments into preschools into then the public school systems. So there are a variety of different committees, but we are now looking for someone who can coordinate on many different levels. We're looking for someone who has um, experience in leadership and coordination and systems building, really being able to be strategic in planning, um, really being able to work across um, organizations and programs in our communities to partner with them. 
Um, so it has that aspect. This is also somebody who can really work to do community outreach and root cause analysis, which is really trying to figure out what are the issues that we need to really get at? Um, um, what are the barriers and how we're going to work from why to how? <laughs> and then obviously somebody who is a champion of equity, diversity, and inclusion. Um, this is really thinking about our community as a whole and what is really and really understanding who we are in Taos County and Colfax County. Um, this is also somebody who needs to really be a fiscal and reporting manager as well. So this is really being able to maintain a grant and be able to manage the budget. Um, while the money will go through the Taos Community Foundation, um, really the per this person needs to manage the money and be able to track the money as well. Um, and so we are really looking some for someone who can handle the following deliverables, um, root cause analysis and system assessment, coordinate and produce a strategic plan, evaluation plan, complete required reports and funding agencies, meet regularly with fiscal agent and other duties as determined by the PASO network. And I think it's really important and they'll be working, the coordinator will be working with um, an advisory committee that will support them. We are really looking at this as a flat system. Um, that this is not a hierarchical system because the PASO PASO network has always operated as such. It's important that everybody's voice gets heard and that everybody, um, um, the needs of the community are fully realized. Yeah. Thank you so um, much. And that, you know, yeah. that's, that's a lot, right? I know that I'm <laughs> yeah. sure even someone with your experience and such looks at this as I do and, and says, wow, you know, this is a real thorough and kind of thick responsibility that someone in our community may be taking on or will be taking on. Yes, it is. It is a bit, it's somebody who's very relationship based, but also can really dig in and be very concrete and strategic, can sit down and plan that can listen to others um, and be able to take leadership from other people and not just be the leader. So it's very much um, multifaceted. It's somebody who can really facilitate um, or get someone to support um, creating um, a root cause analysis systems and being able to really write up reports and all that. But it is, um, a 40 hour week job. I do want to say that. So it is a full time position. The contract runs for about 18 months. Um, it's 80,000 a year. Um, but that also includes that you are also creating your own workspace. You are also, um, paying for your own health insurance and such like that. Yeah. So Taxes take that all. into account. Absolutely. But it is a significant, um, so we are looking for a very strong leader. 
Yeah. And that's part of the reason why, um, although uh, all of you listening to this on the podcast or on the radio, uh, it's Thursday and uh, the last day to apply is tomorrow, Friday. Um, so we just wanted to use this opportunity to share this opportunity with you, the broader audience of our region, um, in case you or someone you know you thought might be a good match for this. Because at the end of the day, this role over the next uh, year and a half upon uh, beginning, whoever you know is hired, will really help to shape and strengthen the build upon the work that's already been done in our community to support families and young children and it's incredibly important that we find the right person so that we can all benefit. Um, as um, Pam mentioned, this is such a, a rare opportunity for us and one that I think is probably both a reflection of the, the strong history of the work um, of yourself and, and others who have been involved in the Paso Paso Network for so long, but also it speaks to, I think, the emergence of the early childhood education and care department at the state level, which can now kind of facilitate and get behind these sorts of initiatives. I'm wondering if you have the same impression in that way. Thank you, Miles. Yes. I think what's happening in the state um, is that is amazing that they are recognizing that each community needs a coalition of sorts and that this is what drives the early childhood um, needs and abilities in a community um, the people that are boots on the ground who can really um, work with families, um, really have families be a part of the process, not be, um, oh, we need to help parents, but really having listening to the voices of parents and having them fully participate as well. That's a big part of this grant, which I think is really important. And so strengthening the community through early childhood is an amazing um opportunity for us. This is something that Paso Paso has been doing for 20 years. So to be able to fund someone who can facilitate meetings um, and listen to each committee and participate with each committee and, and sort of strategize um, is really essential. We are really at the um, pinnacle of our um, network right now, where we are really starting to reimagine ourselves. And so this is an awesome opportunity that the state has given us. Beautifully said. And well, thank you so much for your time today. I know you have a busy schedule as always, and I know that this was a, uh, you know, a last minute thing that I, that I reached out to you for. So I really appreciate it. And hopefully all of us listening um, learned a bit and um, we'll get behind uh, this new opportunity. Thank you, Miles. Well, thank you to Pam and um, all of her expertise and experience. Um, also, I want to spend uh, the remainder of this episode today really acknowledging um, all of the work that goes into this series. Um, it is something that is partly a labor of love uh, and also partly something that I think is just really important for history. Um, so much is going on, uh, you know, has always been going on. The world is uh, an active space. So as we look at our community, as we look at uh, early 2022, where we are right now in history, and we consider how much is happening and changing, I think that it's important not only to recognize um, the headlines of the day, which currently include is Russia going to invade Ukraine and COVID and things that are important, um, but also not the full story of what we are all experiencing. As I like to speak about 
community members and in meetings and such uh, related to issues um, such as early childhood or substances, overdose um, prevention, things like that. These other things that we're experiencing as an organization, a community, as a, as a country, as a world, don't go away when we get new layers of frustration uh, thrust upon us that get our attention in the headlines. So whether it's early childhood, whether it's you being a great parent, whether it's the wonderful work that Howie and everyone at KNC does every day on a volunteer basis to the positive outcome of our community being a better and more entertaining place, we are all doing so much every day, and I want to recognize that, and in this case, document that. So to that end, I've been super grateful, and we're going to continue this, so it sounds like I'm ending this, but I'm not. I've been super grateful. You know, at this point, this will be episode number, let's see, I'm, I'm looking at my data. This will be episode, uh, whatever. It's in the 60s, right? Tons of episodes. My point is this. We want to hear from you. I've said this before, and I know it can be intimidating to want to be on the radio or to have your voice out there, but I'd even be willing to interview you if you didn't want to share your name, because that's how much I care, and uh, Paso Paso cares, and KNCE cares, as they share on, on air, about your voice, your thoughts on this topic and beyond. So by all means, if you would like to be a guest on the Paso Paso podcast, I'm inviting you. Because you have either been a child, pretty sure, or a parent or someone who takes care of young children. If you live in this community, you have perspectives on the community itself and maybe how that relates to the experiences of families or young children. All of these are worthwhile perspectives, opinions, and I want to share your voice in that way. So please reach out, pasotaos at gmail.com. Otherwise, you can visit pasotaos.org. To learn more about both the coordinator position that we spoke about today, as well as other information regarding Paso Paso Network, and uh, you can contact us. So, hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks again. Have a wonderful life. Until next time. Paso Paso Campus. Paso Paso <laughs> Podcast. <laughs>